Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Abilities outside of games. I'm probably going to ask Penny about it tomorrow. You know, I'm going to go to the exhibition game. But, like, I, I, cause I think ultimately, I think my gut is, is that it was DeAndre's decision, ultimately. Mm. Like, I think Penny would have been fine with him working out with the team. Um, and so um, that part is a little complicated. I mean, I was really impressed by what I saw at the exhibition game, and I've tried to, like, couch it with, you know, it is just Lane College, but, I mean, I can just – I've been to every exhibition game of the Penny Hardaway era. That was by far and away the best performance in an exhibition game that a Penny Hardaway team has put on. Like, they looked fantastic from the very beginning. Um, and you can just see that there's just, you know, they might not have a player who is as good as Kendrick Davis, but there are so many more, like, good players on this team compared to last year. Like, you can just see it. There's just a lot more guys who can create a shot, who can go get a bucket. You've got, you can, I mean, the fact that they're backup bigs right now are Nick Jordan and Malcolm Dandridge, who I think you can make an argument if those two were your starters, you'd be like, man, that might be the best front. Yeah, that could be one of the two best front courts in the AAC. And that's your backup bigs. You know, mm-hmm. like they are deep and they've got a lot of guys who can do a lot of things. Like, and they, it, what was amazing about that exhibition game is it felt like the first nine, 10 minutes of it was just one guy after the other going, doing something that made you go like, hmm, that's, uh, you know, he can do that. Oh, that's pretty good. You know, and so I came away really impressed and and very encouraged about what even with even if DeAndre isn't eligible, um, like I, I think very clearly the goal for this group should be to win the AAC, and you know, will it be easier to go to the Sweet Sixteen with DeAndre? Probably, but I think there's enough there to say this could be a Sweet Sixteen team without DeAndre. Um, I mean, I, there's a lot of good players on this team. It's it's interesting to me. It's a lot of guys who were really good players on bad teams last year. And that will be interesting to see how it plays out, whether it's David Jones, Jaquan Walton, um, uh, who am I, uh, Caleb Mills, you know, and then J- Javon Quinterly was 
on a good team, but a backup for most of the year. And then at the end of the year, he became the starter again. Um, and I think he'll be the key to it all, bringing it all together. Um, and he didn't play the other day. Um, but I, I'm really encouraged by what I saw uh, in that exhibition game. I think it's going to be a really good team with or without DeAndre Williams. Um, who comes out of the starting lineup if DeAndre goes in? And knowing DeAndre, he might say, you know what, for these first few games, I'll come off the bench, especially if that decision not to practice and stuff, and I agree with you, was his decision. You know, he's that kind of teammate, whatever. Now, I'm not saying that by the, you know, maybe by game five, by Battle for Atlantis, whatever it is, he's in there. But DeAndre is the kind of guy that would say, hey, initially, I know you guys have been rolling this way. I'll just come off the bench. Back to the point, though, when it gets real, who's, which one of those guys is coming out of the starting lineup? My, my guess is it's Jaquan Walton, mm-hmm. you know, because he's going to be the one. Like, you know, DeAndre's going to play the four. And yep. um, it's just I ideal. Think when you watch yeah. when you watch David Jones, like, you're not, ah, that guy's really good. He does it all, doesn't he, it. Mark? I just saw playmaking. I saw shot making. I saw rebounding. A little like, bit of everything. I, every time spot. I've watched that guy play, I've come away in, in the practices they've opened, whatever, I've come away going, man. That guy can just get shots and hit shots. And, like, I think, you know, people look at his percentages. I think if you go watch the film carefully from St. John's last year, the reason why his percentages stunk were because he was on a crappy team and he was the guy at the end of the shot clock having to take a bunch of bad shots. Um, I suspect what what I've noticed is I think he's going to get better shots being surrounded by all this talent. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I don't think you want to take him out of the starting lineup. And I think – you know, watching Caleb Mills, there's just a certain steadiness to his game that you can see will be valuable. Um, and um, and then I think you have to start Javon Quinn. You need a point guard with this, this amount of talent. And then, you know, I think Jordan Brown, you know, I, I, you know, I think he has a skill set um, that you just don't see very often in college basketball anymore. Like his, he's got an old school back-to-the-basket game. Um, and it fits well. And I think Walton at the four, kind of out of position, like he's not really a four. Um, and so that would be my guess. Jaquan Walton becomes the sixth man if DeAndre gets eligible. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Mark, great stuff as hey, always, you, man. Appreciate you hopping on. All right, no problem, guys. Yep. Talk to you soon. He is Mark Giannato, sports columnist for the commercial field host of Giannato and Jeffrey. We'll see. Uh, you know, talk to someone close to DeAndre today, and the last I heard was that they're just sitting on pins and needles. So, no, no one way or the other yet, apparently. So, we'll see what happens. So we're getting down to the nitty gritty, though. I mean, you're gonna get Final an answer. Exhibition is tomorrow. Season opener right yep. around the corner. Yeah, yep, be nice to know. Exactly. Uh, all right, we'll come back with the rundown. Um, there's an interesting story at Yahoo where uh, Jeff Eisenberg talks to a, uh, a California, um, I don't remember, a legal analyst about Mikey Williams' trial uh, and, and potential defense, which, of course, starts on December 14th. Uh, it's a story about his whole timeline, going from middle school phenom to, you know, basically facing prison time. Yeah. And he got some interesting thoughts on the case uh, and and sort of what it might look like for Mikey Williams in terms of, can he can he get to Memphis? Can he play at Memphis? Like, what are the odds of that? 
So it's an interesting look at Mikey Williams. We'll talk about it when we get back. Jason and John, I'm Turn FM, ESPN. I'm Michael Jacobs helping you beat the Bucks with BetQL. The NHL season is in full swing, and the BetQL model is backing one of the hottest teams in the league. Anaheim will host Arizona tonight in a Western Conference matchup. The Ducks struggled out of the gate, but have won four straight, including an overtime victory at Boston. Arizona won the first game between these two teams, but the BetQL five-star play of the day is to take the Ducks at home over the Coyotes. I'm Michael Jenkins. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. There's a uh, story up at uh, Yahoo Sports, uh, and the headline is, Now let me see you lean and broke with black bulk. It's the rise and fall of Mikey Williams. Now you'll love to hear this. My wife came home last week, and she says, My classroom has a name suggestion for our son. I said, Oh, really? Well, what is it? And she said, Mikey. And I said, tell your class to shove it up their ass. The children, John. Because it ain't happening. That's the third grade she teaches? Yeah. If I got to go in there and do it myself, take your Puma 9mm special, shine that bitch up, and stick it straight up your ass because it ain't happening. Now, there is a story that is happening over at Yahoo Sports right now, about, uh, and it is, it is really the headline, the rise and fall of Mikey Williams. I'm going to give you the nut graph, 
and then I'm going to get into the details of this that actually matter. Once a social media sensation trumpeted as the best player in the 2023 class, Mikey Williams is now facing a legal fight for his freedom. Uh, Penny is quoted, we're going to stand by him. Uh, we're just going to keep supporting. We're just going to keep on supporting. That's all we can do. They do talk to a um, Los Angeles criminal defense attorney, uh, Arash Hashimi, who has closely followed media coverage of Mikey Williams' case and the pretrial hearings. Uh, and this Los Angeles criminal defense attorney describes the witness testimony and other circumstantial evidence against Williams as, quote, very strong, so strong that there is a real chance the 19-year-old does significant time. Quote, I know the justice system says innocent until proven guilty, but if you're charged with nine counts, it's an uphill battle no matter what. Unless some new evidence comes out that we don't know about, I think his defense attorneys have their work cut out for them. I don't think it looks good for them. Um, according to Hashimi, defense attorneys will have to choose between arguing that he acted in self-defense and that someone else did the shooting. So they got to choose one of those defenses. Nobody was there but him and JJ. Right. If, if Williams' attorneys argue someone else did the shooting, Hashimi expects them to highlight the lack of direct evidence linking him to the shootings and try to discredit the credibility of the witnesses. If Williams' attorneys claim self-defense, Hashimi said, the burden of proof shifts to them, and they'll have to show that he had reason to suspect that he was in danger quote unless there's something we don't know about i don't see how shooting at a car that's driving away from you is considered self-defense if it's not a clear self-defense case i don't think that's a tactic his attorneys will want to use so that is the la criminal defense attorney mm. that yahoo spoke to um about w williams case and which one is more you know Either way, it sounds like they, you know, the I don't know if it's a, a, a man or a woman. They they believe that uh, Mikey is really probably going to do some time here. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, it's you know, to hear it from a defense attorney who has obviously been in this situation before in terms of deciding approach that it's going to be tough either way. Right. Um, not good for Mikey Williams again. That Forget the, the decision by Penny to keep him or stand by him or whatever. That's set that to the side. We can talk about that if you want to. But this is, you know, it seems serious enough that even in missing here, you hit the car, not the people you're going to do. You're going to do. You're going to do some real time. Again, Mikey got to be at a point right now where forget the basketball career. That's on hold. That's why I say this thing with Penny ever getting to Memphis. Set that to the side. You know, the the difference between what you would have faced if you hit somebody with those bullets. Uh, compared to now, major. And he, so, so I go back to he should still be thanking his lucky stars that this isn't a, a, an attempted murder uh, case or a, you know having to explain self-defense that way. Again, because this defense attorney points out the car was driving away. Now, I think I've heard a narrative, too, where Mikey says it stopped or someone somewhere stopped at the bottom of the hill. Can that play into a self-defense? That's all till still to be determined. And and listen, if you've got two avenues here, and one of them is what well, you can say it was another shooter, seems to me from all the witness testimony and what we've got in terms of the police reports, there was nobody else other than JJ. JJ's here playing for Memphis. You can't throw him under the bus now. There, you would have to prove that there was someone else at the house that could have had the gun. Mm -hmm. That 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 to me seems far fetched. Feels like to me the only defense he's got is the self defense case. And again, if it's just 
common knowledge now, or they can't prove that that car stopped and it's driving away, he's in. It's over. Yeah, for right, him. right. Point is over in a way where he's still going to get to live the, re- the majority of the rest of his life outside of prison because he didn't hit anybody. But yeah, the basketball side of this is done, bro. I think it is done. It's, it, yeah. I mean, the, when you read the headline, the rise and fall, this feels like one way or the other. Right. The fall in terms of the basketball career is happening. You know, he's lucky again that he's not going to be behind bars for the majority of his life the rest of the way. That, yeah. That none of those bullets went into that car and hit and hit one of those. I guess we're saying it's six people that was in there in yep. the car now. Yep. Um, so this this is it's it's going to be a, a, a tale that you tell your kids. So there's a uh, right there's a one of there, those, there's unfortunately. a there's a story in here about how uh, Mikey even um, sort of before during after the uh, the arrest in the case was like he he agreed to a deal with this company called Lace Clips uh, that agreed to pay him two hundred up to two hundred k a year to promote them to a young audience, said he fired William, the, the the CEO said he fired Williams immediately after, but he was already in breach of contract long before that. He did nothing that he was asked to do for us other than come into a photo shoot. He never did any of the social media he was supposed to do. He didn't seem like he cared. Um, obviously, Puma ended their relationship with him as soon as the uh, you know, uh, arrest became uh, public. Uh, the Instagram use... And that for me, that was when I was like, really done with it. Uh, his social media use, the whole thing with the Universal Studios deal. That's when I was like, I, I was out on the dude as a as a, as a like I like I'm again. I was open to you know, hey, maybe he there was an explanation, whatever. But when you just carry yourself a certain way, when you comport yourself a certain way, um, you know, you don't you don't you don't have that privilege. You don't deserve that privilege. So. Um, it's not entirely much we, we didn't already know. It's just the, the really the perspective from the the criminal defense attorney in terms of the 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 strength or lack thereof of their case. Um, said basically he's facing an uphill battle and that he thinks there's a real good chance he does serious time. So uh, that's the latest with uh, with mm-hmm. Mikey Williams. That story's up at yahoo.com. Next story. Ohio State took the number one spot last night in the first college football playoff rankings that came out. Georgia is number two. Michigan, which has got a ton going on. We talked about the sign-stealing allegations, the NCAA investigation, and the survey over at the Athletic of 50 uh, college football coaches. Uh, but, you know, questions ranging from uh, do you have a sign-stealer to uh, you know how much of Michigan's success has played a part uh, has been due to sign-stealing. Back to the point, yeah, Michigan's got a lot going on there. Number three, Florida State. Our man Mike Norvell came in at number four. Washington is five. Oregon's the top-ranked one-loss team uh, in the rankings at number six. Texas is seven. Alabama uh, is number eight. And in terms of, uh, you know, what we learned, well, we learned that Michigan and Georgia's strength of schedule was held against it. Uh, That's why you've got Ohio State there in the top spot. And Ohio State, you know, you get that road win at Notre Dame. Uh, It's two they have two top 15 victories over Penn State and over Notre Dame. So, And, again, you have to have some drama unfold. And you've given Michigan and Georgia opportunities to move up because of what they've got in front of them. So kind of came out the way we thought it would. As for us, in terms of how it, uh, you know, you spin it back to, uh, to Memphis uh, like we always like to do, and did you notice that the, uh, the top-ranked group of five school was not Air Force? It was indeed Tulane yep. at 7-1. and one. 
just ahead of Air Force at 20 and uh, 24. So top-ranked group of five school that would matter if we were in a college football playoff year. Right now, Tulane would have the spot. And that's why it matters what's going on at Memphis, and that's why it matters uh, uh, in terms of being on top of the AAC as opposed to third or fourth or fifth or anything that you've been around here lately. What was it last year? Eighth. Um, being the best in the AAC can still get you there. And it would have this year if this was set up. Again, Tulane didn't have a super impressive schedule. They lost to Ole Miss in their, in their big one, and their wins aren't overly impressive, and yet they're ranked ahead of a undefeated Air Force team. that may stay that way. Who knows? Um, we'll see. Uh, with, I, I think that game at Boise State to end the season is the one Air Force has got to watch out for. That said, as of today, your AAC leader would be in the college football playoff, and that's why yeah, John's point to his Boise State with uh, uh, wristband. Which why are you still wearing that, bro? It was you got it, it was a game. Gift. It was a gift. You got to it me. from the Boise State people. You said they were nice people. I appreciate. We got the that win, and, and you should have long moved on. They're not even good. They got like, the Boise, win against Wyoming last Boise weekend. Boise State is terrible this year. Um, we do need the. We needed that win against Wyoming. To be honest with you, back to the point. Be Tulane. That's why it matters here at Memphis. That's why the who the head coach is matters. That's why if you got momentum, that's why if you're building towards something matters. Right. Because they, they could still consider the AAC, at least as of this year, and it's bad. It ain't good. Best out of the group of five. That's our spot. Don't forget that. Yeah. So uh, what, I, what I would say is uh, people, uh, people in Memphis just need to be uh, – it's good enough. It's good enough, and that's the end of it. Yeah, uh, I'm talking. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm talking to that attitude right no, there. No, I will That's say that's exactly what I'm talking about right I, there. I, I think I think you're good enough. I think your takeaways are are fair. I think your takeaways are uh, they're spot on. Yeah, Ryan said expecting more is okay and fair. Even he said it. Yeah, well, he knows it. Yeah, I mean, what's he gonna say? You he know, can, he can't, he can't say, say, that. say six and two is good enough. Well, he, he can't, can't say that. He you can't let say, you write. Oh, we 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 can just lose two lane every year and everybody's gonna be happy. No, he can't say that. But uh, you know, he, nobody's gonna fire him if if he's six and two. I mean, that's that's for damn sure. Hey, well, that, 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 again, the conversation about firing. You're right. The folks that are saying that's crazy at this point. Right. But we talking contract extension. That's not a conversation. Well, nine and ten was Oklahoma. Ole Miss, by the way, was number ten. We should mention that. Yes. Uh, I was I was surprised. I got to tell you, I was a little surprised just because uh, you know the way these things go. But it's the I, I, I have surprised no, Ohio State was one. Yeah, a little bit just because uh, you, you have to give Michigan and Georgia. You have to give room to move, right? And that's what you've done by putting them beneath them, right? Exactly. You know what right. I'm saying. Yeah. No, I yeah. think it's it, again, it's the right, it's the right for the the question is should Michigan even be in it? Yes, bro, because it's separate of the NCAA. So we talked about, and they said that. You know, well, NCAA need to get to work. Well, NCAA, even if they get to work, that's separate of the college football playoff. You know, they're that they're. Bro, they're, when I saw a dude at at Central Michigan, standing on the sideline, I said, "Enough's enough." How much more evidence we need? Shut it down. The system was elaborate. Well, if that's him, we don't know that for sure. There's an investigation. I mean, it's, it seems possible. How, that, you you on the Central Michigan sideline against Michigan State? I mean, yeah. I mean, are you? That's really, cr- it's just out of control. But why are you stealing signs for you know and doing that for damn Central Michigan, bro? I mean, it's like what are we? Well, doing? it was who they were playing, right? I thought it was. I thought that. I thought, maybe I've read it wrong. I thought they were playing Michigan State, so he was over oh, there okay, yeah. watching, playing like he's on a Central Michiganer. 
okay, in yeah. their gear yeah. watching Michigan State to steal the signs. Well, we'll see if Which it's Which is really crazy, him. man. It's out of control. We don't, Jason, we don't know that it That's was... That's some Halloween stuff, bro. It was. It's a great costume some, idea. I hope some people it, it took look, advantage. He looked like Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Looked now, like something Mark Davis would issue. I, would have, I, I think CJ probably would have been better off going to that party last night as Connor Stallions as opposed to what he ended up with. I love how you love to change the subject when you were wrong, when I got your back against the wall in a corner. No, I think I think you have to you you have to let the NCAA. Let I understand it. that. I understand it is not. I, well, believe me, I'm not saying it's the committee's job not to, to police, include Michigan. To enforce, right? Like, yes. As he said, he caught some heat last. It ain't their job. He shouldn't. They the committee shouldn't catch any heat. Nope. While they're eligible. Uh, you can include them in yep. the ranking. They shouldn't be in it overall, though. They you think be, they should be? In- they should be pulled from this thing this year. This year, bro. Bro, you guys, this year pull them. It's not. They're out of control. It's not happening. I know the NCAA doesn't operate like that. The question whether it will or not is not the question. Whether they should be in it is the question. They should not. Yeah, I Michigan mean, should be pulled out of all contention for a championship. But this year. but like like nobody else has been punished like that in the history of the NCAA. You know, I mean, nobody else has been uh, not. Nobody's gone to, to these these NCAA links. So you're putting folks on on other teams' sidelines to scout out your yeah, opponent. It was it was that's ridiculous. State. Yeah, that's who it was. Against. That's ridiculous. Yeah, nobody's gone to these links, and and Harbaugh's already been in trouble. If that's him, it, it may not be him. You are you. Are you pulling for Connor Stallions? No, I'm not. Again, I'm not, everybody's I don't, I don't put care. that out there. It's pretty I'm good saying, evidence. It's him. It seems well, like they're 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 pretty sure it's him. I mean, that's insane that he would do that. Ex- and, and ex- the links that Michigan has gone to are insane. And that's it, my it, point. It, it looks a lot like him. I will say that it does look Ace Ventura. Yes, <laughs> it's a, like the uh, the old disguise, like the mustache now, and the glasses. The question is, would you recognize everyone on your sideline no. if you were within the program not, no. on game day? Not when you're no, in. No, no, I'm saying if you're if you're in the program, you're no. practicing on a week-to-week basis, whether you're one of those managers, I don't think you're an you're... assistant coach or whatever else. You're telling me that somebody on the sideline in gear looking like a coach, you're not going to recognize him? I ain't t- again. It could be. I can a, see it could if you're be talking a manager, about a booster it could or a fan, be, but, it could but be. you will have seen those people. I think. I mean, yeah, but you don't really. Again, we're you're, we're you're, deep you're, into the college football season. I know, but you're. I, in I game don't know mode. when this game was, but I think it was a season opener. So you're you're in game mode. Oh, uh, season opener. Now that again, that that hurts my case there. Yeah. If you're trying because it, it's first it's first game. If I'm the head coach, Central Michigan and Michigan I, I, State I don't was care who's on my sideline. I'm yeah. I'm focusing on the game, bro. I don't have time to look around and say, oh, who is this guy? Whatever. I mean, you man with a big old fake look like a fake mustache. You you. Anybody can. I would. I would tell you this. Anybody can go jump over the stanchion there. Jump, jump over the barrier at the Simmons Bank and just and just pretend to a, be a Memphis coach. They ain't nobody gonna do nothing. It's a smaller crew at Central Michigan, though. It's not like yes. a Michigan State sideline or a Michigan sideline. Yes. Right? It, is a, it is a smaller group of people. Um, Connor Stallions, man, that man was putting in work. I've been to a, cheat for Michigan. I respect And him. I, I, I guarantee you Harbaugh knew all about Connor it. Connor Stallings is a retired captain in the United States Marine Corps. That's why he went to the links he did. Disguises. You know, he is one of our best. Surveillance. Absolutely. I mean, he's like a damn uh, diplomatic spy. We need to use him in, like, China. It's all part of the holier-than-thou Harbaugh's plan. Get him out. Michigan should have no spot in this. Period. Uh, but well, they they're going to because so get get to work NCAA and act right. They it ain't happening. It's I mean, contributed to their good season. Their uh their to their spot to their number three spot right here. Yeah, and, and what a terrible schedule they've played. Yeah. It's awful. The uh, the man Georgia. The um, well, number one eleven in the country Michigan schedule. 
the the ratings are uh, they're 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 too good, bro. The ratings are too good with Michigan. Jim Harbaugh, uh, well, come on, they're not going anywhere. Hey, what they're not talking about, about with this story of college football playoff rankings is the bottom of it in Tulane. I'm telling you, man, that matters. Yeah, it and does. that's why it should matter to you, and it should matter to everybody here. Did you see the uh, because that is your spot mock? college football playoff? What starts next year? Yeah, I saw it, yeah. and they were playing. Uh, Tulane had a uh, shoot. I can't remember who they remember, had. But that, yeah, I don't remember either. But, but it was, it was I, I had I was looking at it, I said that's our spot. That, that right. Memphis should be slotted in there. That's yeah. what I said. Well, <laughs> hopefully they'll be in there. Yes. Was it who? I don't remember. I, I mean, obviously it's going to be a good team, right? I mean, it's going to be one. Well, of the, the top. Who's the top? Top four get buys, right? Yeah. So okay. it'll be like fifth. It'll be the fifth team. Whoever, whoever's fifth. It was Washington. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a winnable game. Not for Memphis this year. No, not for Memphis, but Tulane. Penix it's winnable. would throw for eight hundred on us. Yeah, it's winnable for Tulane. I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know we invest more. Okay. Yeah. Don't forget it. Yeah. Um, when you think about whether or not you're going to slide over that contract extension for nine and three. I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be a long one, bro. It just be a one year. Can it not? Can it not just be like, oh, hey, we're going to keep this thing going for another year? I mean, we have it, it, with our job, we have one year options picked up all the time. You know, it's just an option, just an option year. Here you go, one year, and then we'll get the, we'll see how it goes. See if you continue to deliver R&R, ratings and revenue. We'll revisit that, right? We're going to have another meeting, Ryan. Let's meet again next week. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, yeah, uh, other than that, really no uh, no surprises on my end. Uh, you know, seemed pretty pretty standard to me, and you know, now it's about to be fun. You got Alabama, LSU this weekend. That's going to be a hell of a game. I've got a uh, I've got Bama minus three. Bet that this week. It's still at three. Don't know how I feel mm-hmm. about that. If it goes to two and a half, I'll be very scared, um, very 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 uh, shaky if that happens. But uh, as long as it's sit- sitting there at three, I think there's a probably a better chance it goes to three and a half than two and a half. But uh, but if that does happen, I will not be in a very happy place. Last thing on college football, we've kind of touched on it a little bit. The Athletics got a survey of 50 coaches about the Michigan situation, asking you know how serious it is, uh, how has it played a role in Michigan's success, Stein stealing. The last question uh, asked to those 50 uh, Division One college coaches was, does your staff have a signal stealer? How many of the 50 do you think admitted, we've said sign stealing, Happens all over college football. How many of the 50 do you think admitted had a signed stealer on their staff? Uh, zero. Oh, very wrong. Oh, really? Oh, you got to go up. 47. Obviously. What? How you going to go to the other extreme? Well, you may sound like it was extreme. Okay, uh, how many? There are 50. I would say uh, uh, eight. 17 said they do. Okay, well, that's bold that they would They're admit very that. honest of them. 33 that was like, of the that's 50 That's like what the athletic does. Hail to the no, we they, don't have a science either. They were and sending we, you in the locker room to ask, did you get they, paid? That's what I talked about, a very athletic-like question yes. when they asked us yeah. to ask those players back before NIL and everything else, if you got... If you ever been given anything? Hey, I know I'm in the uh, impermissible benefits. I know we've never seen each other ever in our lifetimes. Well, they but, think when you give the uh, uh, anonymity to people, they'll just. You know, yeah, but it's not. It's like a truth serum, but it ain't. It's not a truth serum you're hitting them with. I hated that. I hated everything. And especially you're asking programs that you don't cover, like we're asking the UConn players or whatever. We, yeah, it was. It was. We were asking them, hey, have you guys ever taken any impermissible benefits? You can trust us. We won't tell anybody, and you'll have anonymity. No, uh, 33 said no, they do not. 17 said they do have a signal stealer. Here's the question. Does Sylvie have one? No. I don't think so. Question answered. I wish he did. 
That's what I would say. No, you don't, because it's I good do. enough. I know. Because it's good enough. No, we could be too lame. It's good enough like it is. We could be too lame if we got that joint, bro. We could definitely be too lame if we had a sign stealer. Maybe that's the upgrade. We gotta we gotta like set aside that salary for the sign stealer. Yeah, we gotta do. Maybe we, gotta, we can get some, whoever Stallions was in basic training with. Yes. You know, back when he was in the military, we can go find some of those guys and hire them. I'll get us over the hump and get that group of five spot in the playoff next year. We'll look into it. Uh, Sylvie, I'm not sure that he was one of the 50 asked. Yeah, I don't think so either. Next story. Real quick here, I want to get to this before we get to Adam Chernoff. Uh, Bill Barnwell goes through the uh, just the litany of clown decisions that the Raiders have made with Josh McDaniels, around Josh McDaniels, uh, uh, before obviously firing him at midnight uh, last night, tonight, whatever. I don't know how you even say it. 2022 March, Raiders send first and second round picks to the Packers for Devontae Adams. That's That he lists as a bad decision. March 16th, 2022, the Raiders signed Chandler Jones to a three-year, $51 million contract. April 13th, 2022, the Raiders signed Derek Carr to a three-year, $121.5 million extension. April 2022, Raiders get little out of the draft. The only starter they appear to have landed is Dylan Parham, Memphis Tiger. Ding. Ding. He, and he's playing well, is he not? Uh, he's okay. He's okay. Oh, no. He's a, he's a starter level. He's you know he's not terrible. I thought last year he was really good. Uh, April 2022, the Raiders declined Josh Jacobs' fifth-year option. June 2022, Hunter Renfro signs a $32 million extension. September 2022, Waller inks a three-year $51 million contract. Uh, the Raiders suck last year, finished with six wins. Uh, then they sign Garoppolo. Derek Carr is a no-trade clause. They have another bad draft where it looks like I don't know if they have any starters. I mean, any at all. So yeah, it was uh, it was a brutal, brutal two years for this Raiders franchise, and they are now paying the piper. And uh, I don't know how long it's going to take to get back. I'm just glad that that process seems to have started uh, in earnest for them. Uh, in Las Vegas. Well, so. I guess he just needs to keep looking at his valuation because, weirdly, because of your stadium, it still went up from $3.4 billion to $5.1 billion, according to Forbes. 49% yes. increase. He does, he's cash poor, but his valuation Got to get it right, bro. Uh, stadium helped with that. It's the biggest year-over-year yep. year increase of any NFL franchise. And I'm sure that had a lot to do with the timing the of the decision. Yeah, it's like you're, you're worth more now, so you can make these kinds of moves. All right, when we come back, Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports is going to join us. We'll talk to him. About the week nine matchups, we got Chiefs Dolphins. We got Cowboys Eagles. That's a good one, Jason. Uh, we have Bengals and Bills. Lots to get to. Uh, do that with Adam Turnoff when we get back. Jason and John, how are you trying to fam? Yes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's week nine in the National Football League, and our next guest, Adam Chernoff, is finding his stride. If you have not been listening weekly for his hits with us, you are absolutely missing out. He joins us every single Wednesday normally. Download the Simple Handicap podcast. It is absolutely must-listen stuff before uh, you get your day started. Rod Angle Sports, he joins us. Now, Adam, what's going on, man? Can we get producer Brad a promotion some way? Like, how do I angle for that? Because these intro tracks, it doesn't get better than that to start a segment. He would have to give it to himself, Adam, as the That's right. boss slash producer <laughs> that around works? here. Yeah. Really? Well, okay. he's, he's also the program director at yes. United. Yes. So he'd, he'd have to promote himself and give himself a raise. That explains the high level of expertise to set these segments uh, up. Ah, I understand that. There, there you go. No question about it. All right. Uh, we we uh, we we told you, uh, you know, on Monday. Uh, I texted you and said my partner gave you a respect burger, uh, which is the highest, highest possible honor. Highest honor that you can get. Respect. Can we have an? Can we get an acceptance speech? I I sent the clip to my mom to listen to it, and she replied, <laughs> "I don't know what that was about, but they sounded very nice." So that is the sending the text link to the mom is the highest honor of acceptance speech uh, that can be given as well. So I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Uh, Brad, we want to try to get him on a different line because there's like some crackling here. Let's just, we're, Adam, we're going to try to get you on a different line to see if it's a, you know, if it's an issue on our end or, uh, or, or cause it's like, it's, it's starting to bother. Yeah, I know it's bother. I know it's bother. If, if not, we'll, we we'll, already had the, the idiot, the issue. That's exactly right. Audio. We can't do two days in a row. Yeah, that, that is exactly right. Uh, but yes, for those that don't know, we'll catch, catch you guys up. Adam gave out a, a few picks last week. He gave out Panthers plus three, which was available when he came on. Yep. He gave out Baltimore. Uh, uh, it was Baltimore. No, it was Cowboys. Cowboys uh, team total over. Trying, yeah. Uh, team total over, and they, I think it was like minus six by the time he came on. That that covered no questions asked. Um, and uh, and those both went two and zero. Oh. So three and zero oh if you count the the spread. If you wanted to play that. Um, so look, I, and we got some. We got a lot of games to to, to touch on this week, and I. Really hope we can uh, fix this uh, sound issue because uh, there are several intriguing games that I want to touch on. Adam, we got you. We're good to go. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Beautiful. we're all good. All right. So, congrats on the respect burger. Congrats on the week, man. We have a lot of uh, uncertainty, a lot of changes to talk about. Let's start though with the news here with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders firing Josh McDaniels, firing Dave Ziegler, firing Jimmy Garoppolo as the starter. Um, in terms of a week-to-week situation here, does this make? And I know the number has come back, obviously, towards New York uh, in this spot. Does a situation like this lend itself to potentially you being intrigued by the Raiders on that sort of one-week, you know, high off the changes? Does it sort of scare you off? Like, just what do you make situationally of the Raiders right now? 
100% makes me intrigued anytime that this happens, especially so when it's kind of the disgruntled, problematic head coach, more so than just like a team that's struggling and having issues. Nobody wanted Josh McDaniels there. And the fact that we saw everything completely cleared out gives the Raiders a full reset. And this goes back multiple weeks where there's player-only meetings, there's closed-door meetings with the coaches, all of these players wanted something different. And not only do you see GM, head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterback, all get pushed to the side and discarded. Uh, now you get kind of this fresh reset. And I think that's what the Raiders desperately needed. Gives me a lot of intrigue. You also have the intrigue now of a situation where new interim head coach goes up against his former team. So you have the motivational angle there playing into it. You have the players who really like him, and there's like a respect as he's a player's coach. That really gets the motivational angle. You have O'Connell, who in the press conference this morning was labeled as the best quarterback on the roster, throwing Jimmy G under the bus, right? Like it's, it's wow. all happening for the Raiders. What the big variable within all of this is, is we don't know who the play caller is going to be yet. It's not officially been announced. So there's some uncertainty about like how that's going to fall, but – 100% intrigued by the Raiders, 100% intrigued by the over at 37 with Daniel Jones coming back for the Giants and that O-line getting healthier. Got to look at both of them. Uh, okay, so uh, a few other games to, to, to touch on this week. One you already gave out. The number is, is, is different, so I, I will caution people uh, on this. But one official release this week uh, in New England Minus two and a half. That now is three and a half, which I, I hope our audience understands. That is a very different number. It's one point, but it is a very different number. Uh, and, and and then you see the fire sale by the Commanders yesterday, uh, who are of course playing the Patriots. Um, I, obviously, I know you wouldn't. You may not release three and a half, but was this part of that? You know that that handicap that hey, the Commanders may be sellers here at the deadline coming up against the Patriots. We would not release three and a half, and I'm glad you put that disclaimer out because when you're talking about a game with a favorite at three and a half versus two and a half, it is a completely different discussion and conversation. So it's good on you for putting out that disclaimer. As we talk about this, though, something that you can take away as a little bit of value just to think about as you get closer to this game, as you mentioned, the fire sale. It kind of happened for the commanders. They lose two key pieces from the defensive front. This is a secondary that's been able to stop nobody all season, has made opposing quarterbacks look way better than they actually are. And now you have two key pieces gone from the front seven. I don't know what this commander's defense is going to look like going forward. I don't, I don't know how long Del Rio holds on to his job. This is kind of it for the commander's defense. And Mac Jones has faced a brutal schedule of opposing defenses. And so you can be intrigued by the Mac Jones passing yards prop over, which is going to be a very low number. That's something to definitely consider as this number has kind of moved too far. But this is a commander's defense that is trending in a bad direction very, very quickly. Uh, you and the team ended up being right about Titans last week. I just, you know, Thursday night game, they've got the Steelers. Last I looked, it was Pittsburgh's uh, two-and-a-half-point favor. Just how are you feeling? How are we feeling about the Titans this week, especially with the surprise, at least it was to me, that we saw, you know, Will Levis coming in. What are they going to just sort of how do you see this game uh, going on Thursday night? Well, you guys are in the region. Has Will Levis been inducted to Canton yet? We're still in shock mode, I'll be real honest with you, Madam, because I think to a man around here, uh, we thought it was a mistake by the Titans to take him. 
Okay, so there's some potential back and forth going on, which is interesting. I've heard from my side, like, everybody's anointing him as the next great starter in the NFL. (laughs) And, look, I got to sympathize with with Titans fans. Like, Ryan Tannehill has been kind of a boring quarterback for a while. He's been called upon when needed, moves the team down the field like I get it. And so to have that outburst and excitement from Levis for touchdowns, some big plays, it's like, hey, this is really different. This is fun. One thing that really stands out to me, though, is I go back and I'm watching the highlights and you see one thing. But when you look at the numbers, it's a lot different. The Tennessee Titans last week with Will Levis had a 29% passing success rate. That's 29%, which league average for the season, league-wide, is 44%. And what this tells you is, The Titans last week, they did not sustain offense. It was not consistent play-by-play, moving down the field, which is what you want. That represents a good offense. It was incredibly boomer bust. And look, he made some great throws. I'm not trying to downplay how great that was and how exciting it probably was for Titans fans. But you're going to need to see something different from Levis that can show that this team can sustain offense. Matched up against Pittsburgh on a short week as a rookie quarterback has been a spot historically that has been a nightmare for any team put in that scenario. What makes this worse for Tennessee is the Steelers likely get Hayward back in the middle of their defensive line, who's their best run-stopping defender. That's going to be problematic. What looked like the Titans could just kind of run their way and make it another ugly, frayable game. I really wanted to bet Pittsburgh. I really, really did. And my hope was that Trubisky would start. But Kenny Pickett, for the second time this year, is coming back from a bad injury and insisting on playing, and he's going to be playing on a short week. That's a problem for Pittsburgh. He is nowhere near 100%. He's got the rib injuries. You have to throw on this Titans defense to have success, and that really, really worries me. And so the game has, unfortunately for me, become a stay away. I wanted to bet against Levis on the short week and back this defense in Pittsburgh, but with Pickett at quarterback, I just can't do it. In fairness, you were that makes uh, sense to me. Y- you did win that week, and the week you won in Trubisky, but you got Pickett. You did win uh, straight up with uh, Pittsburgh there at four and a half was the release. They won the game outright, so I understand what you're saying. But you know, maybe maybe you need to trust in K- in K Pick a little more, Adam. Maybe. Well, we can all we can all come around to the light, so to speak. That's so right. Let's see. Maybe maybe before kickoff, I become a believer. But Kenny Pickett at seventy percent with banged up ribs. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I really do. All right, let's get to the heavyweight uh, games of the weekend. I, I hear you emphasize this point a lot. Uh, we're talking to Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports. Download the Simple Handicap podcast. Listen to it every morning to get smarter about the NFL market. Um, I hear you emphasize this a lot when I'm when I tune in about these overseas games and, and the importance of getting there early, getting there um, and, and and going through you know a, a real week of prep. The Dolphins got to Germany on Tuesday. The Chiefs will not arrive until, according to reports, mid morning on Friday. And the teams that arrive early for overseas games are five and one versus teams that arrive later in the week. Yet Adam and I see this number. Uh, the the Dolphins got hit today. Uh, that number's now down to minus one and a half. I'm having a really hard time not picking the Chiefs here, especially off a loss, knowing that the Dolphins have really struggled every time they've stepped up in competition. Am I am I just being an idiot? Like, what am I not seeing here? 
I'm surprised you haven't bet it yet. Uh, I'll say that. <laughs> I, I like the Chiefs now. At one and a half, even, like right now you're looking at a money line for Kansas City, win the game straight up. Uh, you're looking at them basically minus 125 across the board. Yeah. And so we're getting awfully close to saying that the Dolphins and Chiefs are equally rated, and that is something I disagree with. I would be more than comfortable backing the best big-game defensive coordinator we have seen in the league the last decade in Steve Spagnuolo getting this defense for the Chiefs that has performed exceptionally well all season, regardless of opponent, to do what the Eagles and Bills both did to slow down the Dolphins. And that was a couple things. First, get a little bit of pressure onto it. doesn't have to be overwhelming. You don't have to sell out for your secondary. Just force him to hold on to the ball a little bit longer. And the longer he holds on to the ball, the less effective of a passer he becomes. That's number one. Number two is have your corners be able to play a little bit of man against Tyreek Hill on the outside. doesn't matter if you bracket him, double-team him. you just got to be able to do that. Spagnolo and this secondary has been great all season. They can absolutely do that. And then number three is stop the run. And the Chiefs have been great at containing the run all season long. They can do so again against Mostert, who's not 100%. You have Jeff Wilson out of the backfield now. You're still without A-Chan for another week. I think the Chiefs can do everything that the Eagles and the Bills did to slow down Miami. And on the other side, you're just you're waiting for Mahomes and these receivers to figure it out. And I, it's something I'm pretty comfortable backing, especially when you're not laying a number. So for me, it's absolutely looking at the Chiefs in this spot. So is it uh, just sort of, I'm just interested in your philosophy here. So for you, is there a material difference between one and a half and minus 125? Um, I mean, is, is is it one of those deals where it's, it's it's you know, it's so little juice as is, you're, you'd just rather not have to worry about the point? Pretty much, yeah, on the ladder. If you're looking yeah. at that number being reflected the same, it's an equivalent on the money line. Yep. So in this yep. spot, just take the money line at 125. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Eagles-Cowboys, I, I was uh, I was watching and I, and I was listening to your uh, your interview with uh, Matthew Davidow about, um, you know, just his his own sort of power ratings. And he's got a, he's got a, a, a new book out called Interception about uh, the modern, you know, how to bet sports in the modern age. And you asked him, you know, quite, you know, flat out, who do you like the most and who do you have rated the highest? And he said Eagles. Yeah, it's 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 three. It's Eagles minus three against Dallas this weekend. Uh, is there value at three? Uh, I know this has been bet down. Does that mean there is now value at Eagles minus three if we are to believe that they are the best team in the NFL? Well, there's probably – the people on earth that have an opinion about who the best team in the NFL is that actually matter can be counted on one hand. And he's probably the first person you start counting on that one hand. And so when I heard him say that, it kind of threw me back a little bit. I was not expecting him to say the Eagles. I thought that he was going to go with basically any of the other top six teams in the NFL that have stood out all season. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.